Dan Richo, Satyar Shaw, Canucks Central, joined now tableside by Canucks head coach Rick Tockett. How's it going, Rick? Good, good. Yeah, great to great to see you here tableside at uh, at Dyson Ice. Um, we're we're kind of learning a lot about you lately. <laughs> We've been joking on the show about the uh, Tockett glossary, the wall guys, the inside guys. We've got a whole running list of all the new things we're learning. Chip the body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get in the pile. I mean, yeah, I, I have a, I have a, I actually have a sheet with a like different <laughs> things and. Uh, Adam Foote the other day was talking about that. Uh, I got to learn some of your t- your terms, you know. <laughs> is there Honestly, the, you know, the other coach surfing yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Is there a negotiation then? Like, do you guys have to sit down and, uh, and decide what, what, <laughs> what terms make the glossary list? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, like I, we were talking off uh, off the radio here, but, uh, yeah, I, I love chipping the body, yeah. right? I'm a big get in front of people. When you play teams, when you're always in, somebody's always in front of you, it's hard to play against it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to instill that with our team. And Adam Foote, uh, he calls it get some skin, and I like to call it chip the body. And, uh, <laughs> and Sergey just says, go through the guy. So, <laughs> so we, we, we're gonna, we'll come to some kind of agreement. Well, we, we are enjoying it so far. We, we do like the candor and the honesty that, that you've brought uh, to, to your availability so far. Yeah, I mean, that's the way I am. I mean, mm-hmm. I played that way. I'm a coach. Like, and I get it. You know, I, I sat in that seat with those guys. You know, I, I played every position as a first liner and a fourth liner. I've been on some championship teams, and I've been also teams that were, I guess, rebuilding or not so good. So um, I understand what's going on. And, um, you know, this is about a plan, you know. And uh, Patrick Alvino, I think I know for the Pittsburgh days, just a super guy. Um we speak the same language mm-hmm. and uh jim you know this is uh you know we got to stick to the plan might have to get kicked in the teeth a little bit right now mm-hmm. uh but in the long run i think that's the way we got to go and uh, i'm all in on that well it seems like the mandate is to get better long term and it's to establish those standards and everything and and you guys have mentioned this more about process than results and when you put that aside a little bit to, to some degree yeah. and you focus in on these are the basics we got to get better part of it i guess i guess from a coach's perspective you don't want to be talking down to players by getting so basic on things, I suppose. But one of the things that I've heard from guys say is that you don't come off that way. So how do you get that message across to hone in on some very basic stuff, rotation stuff that we're talking about, but at the same time it doesn't come off as, like, talking down to the guys? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know, you're always as a coach, and i got to be careful too. you're upset the other mm-hmm. night. And, you know, I said grade school. And I didn't mean to demean the guys, but, you know, I just felt some guys were in that game, you know, when – that's your man you go through him or you mark your man yeah. and we're spinning off our check so if it only happened about five six times but it's in our net uh if we eliminate that you know you know listen we you can't win games six five and four five we have to change that mentality we got to change the obviously the penalty kill and i'm a value right now i don't know who can do what mm-hmm. you know can this guy penalty kill or whatever and we're trying to do systems on the fly you know uh no excuse. I mean, this. I think we had our fourth practice today, like yeah. good practice today. So that sort of stuff, and players are starting to understand my tech, you know, terminology and the way yeah. I want to play. That's why I brought Gonchar and uh, Foot in. These guys are high character. They're teachers, and they're teaching right now. And uh, you know, we had a, probably one of our better practices in the sense of teaching our diesel coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it hasn't been as bad as I guess the scores look because right. analytics. And I'm not a huge analytics guy. We've really improved on that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. You know, the, we, we got some good stats on that. Ozo, getting a lot of Ozo time, not as many shots as before. And I want to I go on the positive. So, mm-hmm. um, and we, I just think when we do practice, and I get it, you know, the schedule sucks and all that sort of stuff. Right now, I'm a big practice guy. And yeah. uh, the best teams, pra- your best players practice the hardest. And, you know, Husey and, and Petey and 
and Miller and those type of guys, they got to practice at a high level, and the other guys got to follow. So that's my big goal right now. It feels like uh, it, there hasn't been as many breakdowns, but when the breakdowns oh. are happening, they're they're big, right? And, and it, it's the the bad habits that creep back into the game. Well, it's egregious, right? Yeah. And, it, and it's you're gonna it's a game of mistakes. Guy makes a mistake. It's okay to hold the guts of the ice and, and wait till we get help, and then you know what happens? The defense or, or mm-hmm. forward, he'll go in. Two guys hit the same puck, the carrier. They get the guy in the slot and they score a goal, or they go back door and get like Detroit. For long periods of time, we were fine, and uh, it's that's the sort of stuff. But to handle pressure in those situations, you got to practice. You got to mm-hmm. you got to have video. You got to you know. There's you, you, I, honestly in the gym, your fitness, all that starts part of that uh, dealing with pressure, and uh, it's a work in progress. Well, we I think it was a uh, Panarin goal that happened uh, yesterday. Same thing. I mean, uh, what, you didn't get the puck in deep, right? And then uh, yeah. there was a, that's one part. And the puck comes come, comes across, and I think one of the defensemen is already on the near wall. And then instead of the, the other defenseman, I don't want to name them, instead of staying in the middle, goes towards the wall, and then all of a sudden that opens up uh, the door back door. And and those are the things we see so much. And it's easy to be hard on the goalies, but that's a big mistake you can't make. But I also wanted to get your thoughts on something you mentioned. You're seeing defensemen oftentimes be in the right spot, and we've seen that. But how do you actively defend from that spot, right? Yeah, well, you, you, you got to defend with conviction. You know, I know, and I know the goal you're talking about. The defenseman's got to take Panarin's stick. It's, yeah. That's a, you know, Sergey and Footer, like well, they were masters at. You know, once you got a guy, you take a stick, there's no goal. You know, there's certain mm-hmm. little details that, but that's got to be done in practice. So when we do a box out drills in practice, and we'll do, a, we'll start doing a lot of them, you know, that's what you do. I remember coaching in Pittsburgh with uh, Crosby and, uh, and Latang. They would go at it with vengeance right. in front of that because they, they were challenging stuff. And I want to get that here. You know, I want PD going in front of the net and Husey taking his stick and boxing him out. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only way that you're going to get better. So, uh, And then when the games come, it's natural. It's like brushing your teeth in the morning, right? right. I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. So, you know, things like that is uh, – I, I don't want to say non – they're kind of non-negotiable because mm-hmm. you've got to be able to do that stuff if you want to win. And, uh, you know – these guys are willing to learn. I, I, we've had great feedback from them. They're asking questions that they want to learn. Well, and one one more thing I just yeah. want to follow up on that. One thing you kind of mentioned was flexing out, and that's what goes back to their terminology. Is that yeah. essentially talking about being in the right spot but kind of closing out on a guy that's a puck carrier and being able to assess the right threat in that situation? Correct. I, I think we're, we're, we're having issues, in it. and it's probably the hardest thing with new systems is when, you know, it's the cr- I hate crossing pass mm-hmm. goals, and we've – and I know in the past they've given up a lot, and I want to shore that up. It's it's really a def- decision between the defense and your F3, which would be your low forward. Right. It's probably most 90% of the time it's the centerman, mm-hmm. but usually it's the low forward, and it's be able to, to, to recognize, okay, who's going to flex out. Sometimes, it, most of the times, it's probably the defenseman and the center would take the middle. Not always, but it's a communication. You know, I find this team's a quiet team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big communicator, and it's amazing – a half a second in this game, what it does. So it's you know, we're talking to the guys on the ice. When you can tell the guy, I got him, and I go mm-hmm. with conviction and urgency, you can get out there and flex out on the guy, whether you block the shot or, you know, pick stick on puck. But if you're late, right, that's what happens, right? You're a little late because nobody's communicating, and both guys look at each other. So, But that's that's going to take time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, that's habits, you know, and, um, you know. 
that's kind of what we're trying to do now. In, in the past, we've uh, when talking to players, you know, they, they had different assistants come in yeah. uh, with Travis before you know he was let go, and then you had Bruce come in, and then Bruce had some new assistants yeah. this year. So it's like constantly a new, different message coming at these players. You think you know the consistency that you plan to bring can help? You know, if if you know Hughesy and, and our defense as a group, Myers, all that. I, I told them, Foot and Gonchers are your best friend. You should be with And I've noticed that they're coming to the office and they're asking them questions. You know, Sergey Gonchar, one of the best guys at walking the, the blue line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Foot, one of the best box out guys. How do you recover when you go from the corner to the net? It, it, it's all technique. As much as it's urgency and conviction, um, and, th- you know, that's, that's the teaching mode. Um, and then it's energy and attitude. Like, you know, we can give you guys a plan, the players a plan, but then it's energy and the attitude they got to bring for us. So that's, that's like, so that's the stuff we're working on. Well, you mentioned having guys battle in practice and wanted, wanted to see more oh, of yeah. that. And, you know, so J- uh, Joshua and Hughes went at it a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, want to see more of that. Considering how things have gone this year, isn't that something that you want to see more of almost? The best teams I've ever been on are coached. Best players. And even their whole, the whole team, they challenge yourself. Yeah. There's nothing worse than... Let your buddy, you know, whether it's a one-on-one, let him go and you know go around you like no big deal. You're not doing your your friend or your your, your teammate justice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I need more battle in the practice, hundred percent. You know, uh, we've talked a lot about the the wall guys and yeah. inside guys comment. Um, what exactly do you see when when you talk about that specifically, a wall guy and an inside guy? I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. We're playing Jersey in Jersey, and um, you know we're, we had a really good game. There was two minutes left. Jack Hughes was still on the ice, mm-hmm. and the puck was rimmed to Pod Colson. And if he doesn't get that puck out, we have tired guys on the ice. Jack Hughes gets that puck, right. could be trouble. And he did a reverse pinch. He, the way his technique was really good, he got that puck out. And uh, for me, for me, that play there is as good as scoring a goal. Right. Like, I don't think, I shouldn't say I don't think, I value that as much as anything. Uh, like, our staff values that. You want your teammates to value that. You know, everybody always looks at, hey, who scores the goal? But who's doing those little things? And Pod Colson, who's a young guy and still learning, you know, he's he's still trying to get himself to stay in the NHL. That's a big play, and we praised him for that. We got it out. We survived that mm-hmm. shift. So that's what a good wall guy does. You know, when when and it's also the technique. That's why the, the twins are good at it is, you know, how do you def- how do you when you know the pucks come to you? How do you? take a guy's hands when the guy pitches right. on you instead of they, they keep the puck in and they lean on their elbows almost a little bit well like, yeah they call it cutting the hands like right, yeah. you know the D goes to pinch and you kind of stick your hips into his hands right and all of a sudden you get position um and, you're, and when you get really good at it you're not done yet maybe you can also handle the puck and maybe you do a bunk right. back, bump back play or maybe it's a weak side play where you go offense because when a D pinches if the other team doesn't back him up yeah you can get on man rush if you win the battle a final one for me before yeah. I let you go out, and this stuff is really a lot of fun just to break yeah. it down. In terms of as a forward being on the right side of the puck, how hard is that? How much hard work does it take to be on the right side of the puck consistently defensively? It's a, it's a great question. It's hard to win. It's hard to play the right way. That's playing the right way. You know, not diving in, mm-hmm. being, on, being on top of somebody. You know, being on top of Panarin as you're coming as F3. And like I said, chip his body. Mm-hmm. If you're on the right side, make his tough a, a tough night. If you dive in on that guy, he goes around you then you're in trouble. You know, you give Panarin and Zabanajak three on twos, they're going to convert eventually. So it's hard to be above. You know, I know yeah. people want to, you know, you know, obviously time and score, but sometimes we cheat a little bit, and I, and, and I, I don't want to call them cheaters, 
but sometimes you got to be above, and I think mm-hmm. that's what good teams do. Uh, but it's hard to do. You know, we, yeah. we talked to the players today on the. It's hard to, to practice that way, and it's hard to do it in the game. Yeah. Um, and you got to the game management is big for me too, and I think that's why the league is so, the skill level is is incredible. Like since we played, I mean, it's they're so much better than us skill level. But the game management hasn't caught up. I feel that that's why a lot of teams have given up two, three goal. You know, back in the day, two goal lead, the game's yeah. over. Now people are coming back because the game management hasn't caught up to the right. skill level. I think. Coach, we're going to need to get that uh, sheet of terminology from you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, just don't give it to the other team. No, you know. no problem. Uh, thanks so much for this, Rick. Really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Good questions. Thank you. Thank you.